And I know what you're thinking. Ton of boys? Sounds like there's only two, and they sound like big, strong, swole men. Well, hold on, listener. We did not say ton of boys. And thank you, and we are, and it is only two of us. I'm Josh, and he's Pete, and it's Tono Boys. Because we're talking Clone Wars, folks. And listen, people that are listeners, you large swath of listeners, they're tuning mm. in because you're big Clone Wars boys. You're big Clone Wars girls. I'm Pete, this is Josh, and this is... Clone Wars not binary also, as well. Yeah, Clone Wars, it's for all... Folks spectrum and all shapes and sizes. It just so happens that our the, shapes and sizes are chiseled to the bone and are molded from hours and hours at the gym. Mm-hmm. But you know, they, you got the fatties too that are also. Oh my um, god! What are you doing? <laughs> big, big, big Clone Wars as well. So yeah, I'm. Uh, this is a podcast I really like called Jordan Jesse Go, okay. and it is one of the longest running podcasts out there. And just today, actually, I listened to it so much, and I was like, I should go back and listen to the very first episode. And the first episode of that show is from 2006. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And we were and, we were in high school. Let's not date ourselves. Sure. Because <laughs> by the time this episode comes out, I will be 30. Oh, boy. And you'll you'll be one step closer to the grave as well. Who knows if this podcast will even continue with how much um, living I still have left to do? Mm -hmm. Because it's hey, kids that are listening, don't (laughs) believe what they tell you. You see that light at the end of the tunnel early on. All right. I see it and I don't like it. I already right. have one thing I'm trying to talk about, but now you're making me think of a whole other thing to talk about. All right, uh, podcast. Podcast 2006, right. go. George, as you go. I'm listening to the first episode from 2006, and it's 2006, and it's a comedy podcast. Okay. And they're both fairly worldly guys, and they've grown into um, very, uh, car- you know, intellectual, socially responsible guys who use all of their right nomenclature and things like this. Uh-huh. But in this 2006 episode, let me tell you, they don't go off the rails, but they say things every now and again. We're like, oh, it's, it's 2006. And sometimes when we're recording and I say things like, and you say something about fatties, I have the same feeling that I felt uh, listening to some of the things they would say in that podcast from 2006. Yeah, and listen overweight people that are listeners i'm not trying to say say anything negative that way and it honestly comes across as that and for that one i apologize (laughs) and two let's move on great great i think i hurt my sciatic nerve sure my leg 
hurts all the time now and it's not getting better and that's oh so you're gonna be one step closer to being a little heavier which is fine i'm mostly i'm more talking about the the old thing oh i actually feel really good i've lost a bunch of weight i haven't needed to so i'm on track but (laughs) um oh no oh my god Ouch. I mean, it's still fine. I can still ah! work out. Oh my god! Ow! I mean, I deserve oh, I deserve that, I guess, from the comments about <laughs> overweight people. But oh come on, ah! we're proud of you. You do a very good I'm job. Thirty and not fit. Oh god! You were the ones that I don't know about you and trying to look. I can still work out. I can still run. But when I sit down, my leg hurts. It's weird. Well, Tano boys, Tano boys, listeners that boy, oh boy. are loyal po- boys, listeners, uh, why? Uh, <laughs> um, and new new listeners, Tano boys. This is a show. This is part of the Po Boys podcast network, mm-hmm. and this is a show that is going to be or podcast that is going to be covering Clone Wars season the end. Is that seven? Yes. All right. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. 12, 12 episodes coming out as of the airing of this episode next week. Yeah. So, so oh, boy. You, let, you know, everybody's favorite Po' Boys segment, which I'm happy to bring in at Tano Boys, is when I look at my calendar and try and figure out when the episode we're currently recording airs and what that means for the state of the world around us. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, week after this, this Followed episode. Followed secondly by... Our Star Wars fanfic, your writing, my acting, and your acting, and then right right below that with the please never do that again, and yet we keep bringing it back, Poe Boy Theater. (laughs) It's me looking at the calendar. Look, this episode will be out the day before Clone Wars. Season 7 coming to Disney+, Plus. 12 episodes. Uh, We're given to believe it's over the course of 12 weeks, so it'll be about three months of this. Um, Much like with The Mandalorian, we're going to kind of end up talking about the episode the week after it airs we decided not to really change our thursday schedule so we're still gonna be out thursday nights so this first episode coming up that debuts on february 21st our episode about it will be a week from today february 27th and that's how we'll be handling it and we will be tunnel boys for the foreseeable future through through my turning 30 and through april almost to the end of april here so wow and then after that who knows um, yeah, who knows? Um, who knows where we're gonna be at? But for March and April, we're Tano boys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, well, well further through April. What am I talking about? It'll be into May. Yeah. 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 Into the end and of May, we're Tano ends, boys. After this ends, we'll just spend all our episodes um, talking about our our trip to Star Celebration, <laughs> and probably we'll probably like look through Airbnb on the pod. And well, um, we're gonna. So right now we do these filler episodes, and we're kind of selective, but it's all gonna be out there. All of our dumb mm-hmm. ideas are <laughs> just gonna May and June. You can have you can have that to look forward to. Oh, okay. We oh gosh, but I don't know if Clone Wars will be over by then. I was looking back through some of our old episodes, and I remember that last year we did a Star Wars Dad Tacular. <laughs> Yeah, we should do a Mother's Day one. So right, yeah, exactly. because we got we got um, a lot of 
emails about like, oh, you don't like the moms. And it's just like, yeah, Star Wars doesn't like the moms. They kill them off. They like um, they like put them through all this emotional drama. Mm -hmm. And we're just working with we're just working with the source material. Like, hey, where's Ahsoka's mom? Huh? Absolutely. Props to Star Wars Resistance, who with um, Tordoza's mom. Oh, yeah. She was a good mom. Really broke the mold. Yeah, she was a good mom. Yeah, well, and a nuanced mom, and she had um, drives and compulsions that took her away from her family that were very... It was, that was a, that was a good character. That was a very good break from the mold yeah. of Star because Wars Yeah, because the other moms that I... Then they're, like, strong moms, like Snap Wexley's mom, which <laughs> she was great. Um, for those listeners that don't know, Snap Wexley is Greg Grunberg. He's the heftier X-Wing pilot. And he has a mom who is the Y-Wing pilot in episode six that goes into the Death Star. And then her husband, something, something, I forget. And then Wedge (laughs) becomes his stepdad, which Mm. is like a big little sticking point that nobody's talking about with Rise of Skywalker. Some people. Mm -mm, I haven't met him. You primarily. Yeah, I keep keep being like, oh, okay. Wedge is like, oh, nice, nice Uh, flying Lando. And not, hey, my stepson, my stepson's dead. Or where's my stepson? He dead. So, yeah, leading into the 2020 U.S. election, it's important to know just in interest of transparency that Pete does um, hire a lot of social media bots to um, proliferate his opinions about Star Wars in general and specifically, usually weirdly about Snap Waxley. So. You may see an uptick in that in your in your social media account. Take it with a grain of salt. But also, I mean, you know, he's right. Yeah. So we're 10 minutes in and we have not talked about Clone Wars whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're going to expect, uh, Tano Boy listeners, is we're going to talk about a little bit of news. We're going to talk about some stuff that's happening. And you'll be like, right. get to it, get to it. And, hey, no, we do not timestamp our episodes. It would be very easy, but we do not do it. It would. I thought about it, but I was like, no. No. So sometimes we'll have, um, we'll talk about people that we despise that we're getting in fights with. Sometimes we'll talk Mm -hmm. about things in the Star Wars news and universe. But most of the time, it's about our dumb, dumb personal lives and (laughs) what is happening right now with both of the emotional turmoils that I, who have <laughs> am, am now 30, <laughs> and, my, and Josh... <laughs> my maybe sciatic nerve injury? I don't know. I googled it. It seems to oh, add no. up. <laughs> did you WebMD it? I, I tore my ACL. I did a Google search that then took me to WebMD. Yeah. What I do is... I think it's getting better. So I have this aunt who's a nurse practitioner, and every mm-hmm. time something physically happens to me... And I'm like, oh, God, what's happening? I call her and I'm like, hey, so grandma was on the treadmill the other day and she's a little bit tense with her ankle. What should she do? And my grandma is a blind B can't um, can barely move and C has a walker. So she clearly knows it's me. But I always do the hypothetical of like, hey, so grandma did this situation yesterday where she walked up like four flights of stairs. What do you should she ice or heat up her knee? (laughs) <laughs> that's uh i similarly uh live with a doctor and i when i have this issue will go oh um 
So Pete thinks he <laughs> hurt his sciatic nerve. Huh. <laughs> um, Maybe that's why she has so much animosity towards me. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, Chris. Clone um, Wars. Yeah. Clone Wars. <laughs> Look, uh, I do think we do tend to spend a lot of time bickering and going all over the place in the front of these episodes. If for whatever reason, this is the first episode you're listening to because you're a Clone Wars fan. I do. It's unfair of us, perhaps, but I'm going to be realistic about it. Compared to our coverage of Resistance, I think um, we will probably be quicker to get to the material here and that I I have a huge passion for Clone Wars. Um, that I mean, Star Wars Resistance was, I'm older than I was when Clone Wars came out, and everything's totally different. Like, Clone Wars came out, it, it struck while the iron was hot, and it mm-hmm. it's something I'm very, very passionate about. So, uh, if you were perhaps underwhelmed with some of our coverage of Star Wars Resistance, now that you would be, it was brilliant. Did you hear that recap episode we did? That was a good episode. Uh, I think you'll probably find us a little more eager and um, passionate about this episode, which is not to say anything about Resistance. It's just, you know, reality is, I, you know, Clone Wars has a has a place near and dear to my heart. And if you want to say anything um, negative about Clone Wars, that, that will trigger Josh very quickly. And mm-hmm. he will respond in kind with a um, plethora of rebuttals that will mm-hmm. make you feel bad. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think don't email Sunny us. Sunny Day in the Void should have don't won even try it. The Pulitzer Prize. Podcast at gmail.com. Do not even try yeah. it. Don't even try it. So Clone Wars Season 7. Wow. A day we perhaps thought would never come. Nor were we Clone expecting Wars. it. Not really. I mean, when we've talked about before, they announced that Clone Wars was going to come back within the first few weeks that we started this podcast. Announced it at San Diego Comic Con two years ago, two two Comic Cons ago. So it would have been 2018, mm-hmm. July of like 2018. Uh, huge deal for for me and for us. I think a bit. I mean, deal. one of the big things that kind of forged Pete and I's friendship was bonding over being the only people we knew that watched Clone Wars because we were in college and we watched Clone Wars. Um, and for some reason, that's yeah, weird. It, yeah, weird. undergrads um, not. I mean, see, that's actually a, a thing that a lot of people watch now is like anime and car- cartoons. You see so many people talking about it, but back when we were in yeah. college, I mean, it seems like nobody well, wanted to talk to us about it. No, no. Um, and also, I mean, the when we were in college, streaming services I think were just sort of Netflix was a thing, becoming, but more prominent well, it was a thing but like well, it also had clone so wars. many contracts so netflix and hulu yeah. had like all of the major networks funneled into one of the two and now mm-hmm. you know disney has its own service cbs has its own service dc has its own service back when we were watching this show it that was it like you have it was on cartoon network on friday night which in college so <laughs> did we watch it friday night that, oh my gosh that makes us seem like not, such huge losers. Did we actually watch that on Friday not, night? Not every Friday night, but, well, most Friday nights I would watch it. There are definitely specific episodes I remember watching together on Friday nights. And it would be up on StarWars.com sometimes after the fact. Uh, so it was definitely show thing. I remember one time I did stand-up at a show there, like a stand-up comedy thing, and it was the night that 
they were debuting the episode where Darth Maul comes back. Oh, wow. And I had them, like, when I came out on stage, I had them introduce me as being very upset about missing Darth Maul. And I wrote, like, a whole paragraph about how big a deal that Darth Maul was alive and all the circumstances leading to his resurrection. Yeah, I don't... I do not remember that. I do distinctly remember one of the other comedians, and this is a safe for work podcast so we're not going to get into it but Mm -hmm. interesting (laughs) very very interesting yeah i yeah um back then i really preferred the samurai jack clone wars Mm -hmm. by gendy tarkovsky yes and which i have on dvd one of these days i'll get around to watching it again but the anakin on that was so bad anakin in that in that series is like so 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 bad and yeah but grievous is so so good yeah grievous is really really good mace windu is really really good they do a segment of like how palpatine was kidnapped and that was probably Mm -hmm. like one of the best sections with shock t which um she did not Mm -hmm. um ever really get um like a proper episode yeah, Shock T's one of these weird instances of her, I mean, kind of like Schrodinger's Boba Fett, right? Boba Fett in Legends continuity, back when Legends was still canon, Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit in a book or some such. He lived. He went on. Uh, but that's all Legends now. And in current continuity, Boba Fett went in the Sarlacc pit. That's the last we know of him. I think his armor shows up somewhere. His, ar- his perhaps, armor shows but, up in one of the books. But he is is very much, is he alive? Is he not? Shock T... Uh, I think does Shanti die? She, she makes it into Force Unleashed. Right. So, but originally, there's a deleted scene from Revenge of the Sith, right, where where, she's, where she's meditating, and she, when she meditates, she can't hear anything. Like all of the Jedi being slaughtered outside her room, and then Anakin like takes out her headphones and is like, "Bye," and then just kills her. No, in the beginning. She dies in the beginning. Oh, really? In the deleted scenes. Okay. Yeah. I, like in the in the cold open. Uh, but then, of course, that's a deleted scene, so that's not in continuity. And then they bring her back in Force Unleashed. She dies again in Force Unleashed, but now that is in Legends continuity. I mean, she's clearly dead. And she's a is she a Tagruta died, like um, Ahsoka, or is she a different? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, her death might be canon i mean i assume she, that she is dead is canon but how she died i don't know if that exists in the current continuity or not um not yeah, not to my knowledge not then, to my knowledge yeah uh anyway so clone, you know the the clone show we're talking about is the big fancy one that debuted with a movie and was unceremoniously canceled after season five finished brought it back when briefly disney when disney made the star wars purchase they right they canceled the project Although they were in the work for some episodes, which are the lost episodes on Netflix. Right. Um, but the thing about Clone Wars is, is an anthology show. And as such, it hopped around the galaxy from week to week. There's no telling what kind of cast of characters you were going to be with. And so there are a lot of arcs involved in Clone Wars. If you listen to this, I'm sure you know. And so it's not just like by canceling a show, you leave an open, a loose thread. You leave a bunch. Right. Yeah. And it looks like, I mean, they've been pretty obvious about it the biggest one is 
going to be addressed. I think there's some other ones I wish would be addressed that maybe we'll talk about in a second. But the big thing that we're getting is this Siege of Mandalore. And, I mean, to me, hearing about it from Dave Filoni and looking at Rebels and some of the other materials that have come out in Disney continuity, Uh it almost is, it's given us the negative space around this event such that you see the shape of it, but you don't actually see it. And this has been at the top of my Star Wars wish really? list for so long. And I See, I I've, I've, I I've always um, been like, why was there that hole in the Death Star? Like, how were they able to take that out? <laughs> so I'm still waiting. Well, so similarly, it's I, I don't think it would be overstating it on my part to say that um, getting to see the Siege of Mandalore feels like when I was a kid before the prequels came out and you understood that Anakin and Obi-Wan got in a fight and Anakin came out to Darth Vader. You have the shape right. of it, but you never had the right. specifics. And as a kid, hearing like, oh, he fell in lava and stuff, and the idea of, oh, you're finally going to get to see this thing that you know happened and you know the repercussions of, but you never actually get to see it. And this feels that momentous to me because it is such, I mean, it's my, my Star Wars is a big, big defining part of my Star Wars fandom is Clone Wars. And that, I mean, that's happening. We're getting it. Mm-hmm. Whatever we don't get, whatever still remains a loose end after these episodes, Siege of Mandalore is happening. And I'm thrilled. Now, and we, I mean, we have a book that provides some references. Yeah, pretty much literally tells yeah, you what happens. Yeah, so we, we know, like, <laughs> we know what is going to happen. Reading it and seeing it aren't the and same. And then we have Rebels, which has a little bit of more information of it. Mm-hmm. But this is also going to add some stuff to the Mandalorian, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that it will. Yeah. I'm, I'll be curious how deep into that it goes. Yeah. Though. So. I mean, Dave Filoni's involved in both. So. But I don't I mean, they announced that this was coming back, I think, before we knew that the Mandalorian was a thing. Yeah. So this show is going to be just like the other Clone Wars seasons. We know it's 12 episodes and Mm -hmm. that this is a show that goes in arcs. So we can assume that, for example, that the Siege of Mandalore will be the last three episodes. Well, I was only even going to say four because towards the end there, it was all four episode arcs. They really okay. the first the first few seasons it was largely standalone episodes, and then every now and again be two episode arcs, and then they started doing three, and then you know season four, season five, season six, um, a lot of four episode okay. arcs. And in fact, I think season five is five four episode arcs. Okay. And. I think I think Siege of Mandalore we're gonna get four episodes, but see, so this gets into the sort of the tricky math of this season. We know definitively Siege of Mandalore. Yeah. We know this bad batch right. arc, which is about a bunch of genetically um, modified, mutated, yeah. yeah, clones with um, enhancements. I don't know special yeah. abilities yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So we know for a fact those two arcs are happening. So at most that's eight episodes, and we've got these four, but it could be more. Episodes. If, if these other two arcs are three episodes, if the Bat Batch is three episodes, I think it's four episodes, though. I think because they've done story reels of it. Um, and so we have these, this four-episode slot uh-huh. in there. Oh, we don't know what it is. And we know, we can assume it's in the middle, I think. Because Season Mandalore, I suspect, is the end. And they've already said the first episode's the start of this Bat Batch arc. Um, what do you... Do you have predictions for what goes in that hole there? Do you have 
a wish well, list for what goes in that. And we're not going to do a Poboy Theater for this. Um, Poboy Theater is where we tell you to like you don't need to watch the trailer and we act out the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trailer shows a little bit of Bad Batch. It shows right. Siege, Siege of Mandalore. I think mm-hmm. that the four episodes is going to be like standalones that are interdispersed, like showing that could be showing Ahsoka in the underbelly of Coruscant, which is see to me that reads like the first episode of the Siege uh, of okay. Mandalore. Um, but I mean, yeah, who knows? that seems like an episode that's not has nothing to do with. Mandor and is just kind of explaining the aftermath of you know she leaves the Jedi and then we have an ep- we have a, a scene where Obi and Mace are surrounded by um, droids everywhere. I have no idea what that's about. And it's true. I r- I really like what you're. I don't. I think I'm not going to let myself hope, but I really like what you're saying about the potential of it being some standalone episodes mixed uh-huh. in there. I think that could be very cool and really help check off a few blocks. I mean, to me, I mean, the big open ending is kind of the show was originally supposed to go up to and slightly past Revenge of the Sith. They've been pretty open about that. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems like we're going to get that, the story there. Um, Bad Batch arc, it doesn't, it doesn't really seem like it will have much to do with the story. Well, I don't know. What do I know? It could tie in a or 66 or something like that. Look, it's not necessarily a whole. The thing that brought me in Clone Wars, baby, Cad Bane. And they've gone on record and talked about and shown story animatics for Cad Bane, young Boba Fett arc that they were going to do. Okay. And that being said, like, I'm, I've decided not to... Hope too hard for it. I'm already getting, like I said, number one on my wish list is that Siege of Mandalore. We're getting it. I never thought we would. I'm happy. I'm content. Um, but boy, oh boy, wouldn't it be cool to get that arc? Oh my goodness. But I feel like if they were going to do that arc, they would advertise it. I don't think that's something they would play close mm-hmm. to the chest. Well, for me, I just always enjoyed the Jedi specific episodes, and we're not going to get any of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I always wanted, like, a Kill on Monday episode, a Luminar episode that wasn't just her. Mm-hmm. Like having a terrible Padawan and <laughs> like not listening to Ahsoka, but she's got like an episode or yeah, two, like a little, a little bit. But I always enjoyed the like Stacey Tin, man, never got. I always enjoyed the Jedi of the Week episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't come into it with the same like, oh, I need this to have, you know, something that is connected to a character that I really, really care about. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. think that there's going to be any of those standalone Jedi episodes. I really am curious about the logistics of, like, Sie- Siege of Mandalore happens during Episode 3. Yeah, up to during Yeah, during Episode yeah. 3. And we know that mm-hmm. Anakin has his commandos that are there. Right. They right. are the ones that storm the Jedi Temple. And we know that we know that right. Rex, though, is not there. And he is the commander of. Right. He seems to be with. Ahsoka yeah. On he's with Ahsoka. So it's I don't know if they're going to rewrite it or not, because, you know, you never actually they never confirm it in the movie that those are Anakin's troops. 
they do it in a variety right. of like comics and stuff, but those aren't the new canon comics. So I'm curious That's if true. they're gonna. Or it could just be like she gave her he gave her a regiment or a small subsect of the five hundred first. Yeah. Know. So I mean, we've always known that the five hundred first. You know, they they've said this over and over again, but never really in a canon book since the 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 Star Wars. Sorry, since the Disney uh, purchase. Right. Right. Yeah. Not that. Not that I'm aware yeah. of either. Um, it. It will be interesting, I think, you know, in, in going past Revenge of the Sith slightly, as it seems like it will, I'll also be curious if we get any Stormtrooper-ish action or any insight into the advent of Stormtroopers. Probably not. Any insight into, probably not, because you would think that would take a second, but nonetheless. Uh, perhaps some kind of cameos that I am thinking of, tying it into the Disney era of Star Wars, um, Krennic. Or Galen Urso. Ooh, okay, yeah. Uh, or Grand Inquisitor, or some of those Inquisitors, some of those yeah. Jedi that are like, eh, I'm gonna go be bad now. Yeah, that's definitely that's an interesting. I that's an interesting take. I don't know if they really have the uh, the space. You know, like I I, fe- I, fe- I view right. the season no, exactly. kind of like you know you have. A, a flash drive that only has, you know, um, so much that can it, it can hold. And mm-hmm. we already know a fourth of it, if not a third of it, is about Siege of mm-hmm. Mandalore. So. Yeah, and I do think it'll it'll probably be important that, given all the Star Wars content we're getting this, in this day and age, I think that their first priority does need to be specifically servicing the story of the Clone Wars. I mean, I'm not, I'm not looking for them to pad out these episodes with cameos to other things into movies and stuff like that. It does. It mean, it needs now, to be clone. Now, now Josh, do you treat episode season seven and lost episodes together? Because if you do that, right, like in lost episodes, there's an episode explains about the chips, right? That's an, epi- that's mm-hmm. an the lost, that's the lost episodes. And then that, and that same arc is the one where the two twin Jedi are with Anakin. Is that correct? And the one gets gunned down one? by her Padawan. Yeah. 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 No, not by, by her. By her trooper. Yeah. Yeah. Trooper. So if you treat lost episodes and season seven as one season, it also can kind of make a little bit more sense as well. So that might be something that I would say. If we only get a little bit of the clones and it's more focused on Ahsoka and Anakin for an arc and then um, uh, some other story, maybe connection to the force and we don't get as much clones. I think that's kind of my justification for why that's the case and might be. Yeah. And I mean, I well, I was, I was going to say, I, I do think speaking of last episode, now that you do bring that up. As, as many kind of open ends as there still were after those lost missions, I think that within the lost missions, we do get sort of definitive or authoritative statements on the Force and the Jedi's downfall in the period of the late Republic and the clones and their brainwashing in the Order 66 of it all. There are two arcs, two four-episode arcs within that batch of episodes, the first of which deals with a clone who, like we're talking about, is on the battlefield and has a glitch, and somehow Order 66 activates in him early. It's just one clone. And it goes down that rabbit hole. And then the last is 
Yoda starting to hear mysterious voices through the Force and going on an adventure, and, and we learn a lot about the Force, and we learn a lot about what he knows about the state of the galaxy as a whole and stuff like that. And I think those really do cover the bases of the clones and the Force, such that if they weren't focused on heavily in these next 12 episodes, I wouldn't feel shortchanged. Yeah, I mean, the, the Yoda arc in The Lost Missions is like an endgame episode. Without mm-hmm. it's an Very end game so. episode, which you wish that wasn't right before episode three, because it would also be something that you would think would shape Yoda and have him not leave for Kashyyyk. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to watch it again. I've not watched Clone Wars in a long time. Are you going to do are you going to do a rewatch? I'm not going to. There's no way I'm going to have time to rewatch everything. I will probably watch some select episodes. I have a, the things I love the most. I tend to interact with the mm-hmm. least. I guess, you know, like, I rarely listen to my favorite song because I'm always like, well, it's my favorite song. If I'm going to listen to this, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to shut up, I'm going to turn it on, and, you know, it's kind of that, or my favorite movie. Like, it's always, oh, no, I want it to be just right. and So I don't watch Clone Wars that mm-hmm. often. And I haven't watched, I mean, the Mandalore mall arc that we got, the final Mandalore mall arc before right. the cancellation and stuff, pound for pound, one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars anything. And it felt so definitive too, you know? I, I didn't really feel the I didn't really well, we feel did the it. need to go back, even though it was so massively I chaotic. Mm-hmm. But we're going. Um, and we do, I guess based based on what we've said so far in the episode and that you're listening to it, I guess we are kind of operating under the understanding that you're watching Clone Wars or going to watch Clone Wars or, or you know, are caught up on Clone Wars up to yeah. these episodes. And so I'm going to say some stuff now regarding that last arc there with Maul and Mandalorian. And if you haven't watched all of Clone Wars, I guess skip ahead two minutes. But so at the end of, ready, that last Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. Maul is captured by Palpatine. In a while, I mean, that was the last we saw of him. And then there were going to be episodes detailing how he escapes mm-hmm. that. But that obviously doesn't happen. It ends up being covered in a comic book, which is, though it was published in Legends, has, or no, it wasn't published in Legends. It's not Marvel, but it is still canon. It's a canon right. comic book that is an adaptation of those episodes. And so, like, I mean, they're not showing those episodes in these seasons that I assume. So there is going to be a big jump. That is not covered in the show of, wait a minute, you were captured and being tortured, and now you're out, and you escaped the most powerful man in the galaxy, and now you're just out, and you're right back where we left you, back Mm -hmm. on Mandalore. So I'm very curious how they're going to handle all that, because some big things happen in the course of his escape, um, and some decent-sized revelations. Um, So I'll be very curious. Hopefully they'll provide some expository dialogue or something about uh-huh. that but yeah i'll be curious how they handle all that yeah i with this show i just want there to be like a nice kind of wrap up that i know where my characters are and that's pretty much all we're gonna get to i get i i'm gonna be fine if we just get Rex and Ahsoka kind of Rex and Ahsoka um, to know where they're at without adding any. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's there's really nothing on my wish list right now. Okay. 
Okay. And it is, it's interesting because on the one hand, you, you know, it is this big giant question mark when it comes to the specifics, but because of Star Wars Rebels and some of the other material we've gotten since, we have an idea of where some of these pieces land. We have a very definitive idea. We know where some of these pieces land, but there's still information in between. Um, and even though I know, you know, even though Clone Wars is sort of the Fellowship of the Ring and Rebels is Return of the King, and so I know where everyone ends up, and this is sort of the two towers of it, uh, it doesn't it doesn't detract from it for me. I'm still, like right now, thinking about that I'm going to get to see these episodes, and then I'm going to sit down and watch new Clone Wars, and I'm going to sit down and see this season mm-hmm. of Mandalore. I am so freaking excited. It is the yin to the yang of me sitting up last night in bed, reading the first few pages of the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary and rolling my eyes. Um, so, listeners that are new, Josh is not a huge fan of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, sorry, new listeners. I have my problems. I'm going to try to be a hater. Um, we'll get into that whole Visual Dictionary later at a later point or whatever. But it's, it's you know, I'm just... I, my enthusiasm for this is as high as an old sciatic man's enthusiasm can be. <laughs> um, speaking of Rise of Skywalker, I do think this could be, and again, this is not something I'm ride or die for. It does give them the opportunity to perhaps have some small nods to the sequel trilogy within these episodes, even if it's just somewhere in the background, seeing a species of alien that we didn't see introduced into the sequel trilogy or something like that. Um, I'll be curious if they take that opportunity. If they don't, I don't care. But th- that small interconnected tissue um, can be very cool. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, I keep thinking of the connections that's going to move ahead without even thinking about mm-hmm. the references behind. Well, because, I mean, even just within Clone Wars itself already, um, as it was airing, you had... Characters like a young Boba Fett show up, and characters like a boss oh, show right. up. Yeah. small characters, but it it really did kind of help in small ways. All these small tendrils kind of weaving together to bridge the gap between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy, and, and really made it all feel like one thing. Um, so I, it would be, I you know, similarly, I think it'd be cool to have just you know some small bits of visual or who knows what. Or a planet or, mm-hmm. you know, to further tie in and stretch out those tendrils and, and remind everyone uh, as hard as it can be at times that this is supposed to be one mm-hmm. big thing. I'm not Pablo Hidalgo, so I lack the faculty to look at it that way. But Yeah. Yeah, I think that could be jo- cool. So, Josh, um, do you have anything else before we kind of wrap this up? No, no, I, I don't. I don't think I do. But needless to say, I am. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, when we had the idea to start a Star Wars podcast, you know, we started about Star Wars Resistance, and we wanted to talk about a Star Wars show and a Star Wars animation show. And a huge part of that is just our passion for Star Wars animation and Star Wars Rebels, and that started with Clone Wars. And I mean, I never actually thought we'd get to talk about Clone Wars. I thought in the back of my head, well, you know, when we're rich and famous and everybody loves our podcast, we can maybe go through 
and talk about every episode of the Clone Wars as like bonus something or whatever. And I, I you know, I daydreamed about having an excuse to talk about episodes of Clone Wars. But now we have it and, and we're going to get to and, do it. And, and I'm really listeners, excited. not that you're going through our catalog, we have talked about it. Um, Josh's love of Clone Wars has shown multiple times throughout our episodes. Like we did that top five Clone Wars episode um, early, early mm-hmm. on. And um, I'm actually I'm going to really enjoy um, going through these episodes. It's going to be really cool of kind of wrapping up something that is just this openness that a friend of the pod Dave Filoni never got to do. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very excited. Very excited. So tune in next week. Tano Boys episode one, baby. Yeah. And it. so if you want to get a hold of us, um, Tano Boys is part of the Po Boys podcast network. You can email mm-hmm. us at poboyspodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter and Instagram at poboyspodcast. We might have a YouTube account. We might have an Etsy account. You can try and find those. See ya. Okay, bye.